none whatsoever. The shows were put together by Jack and the writers. Uh, Jack was an idea man. He would have ideas for shows that he thought were good, and he'd tell them to the writers, and the writers would develop them. And then when we got into rehearsal, uh, Jack was a man with a blue pencil because he, he was a great editor of material, getting material out that he felt wouldn't pay off or was not good for the show or the particular members on the show. And his judgment never failed. But the nice part about Jack was that he would never get so adamant that if the writers felt that the idea they had and the treatment they had was thing that would pay off, why he'd say, well, I can be wrong, so let's try it. But nine times out of ten, Jack would be proven correct. So that his judgment of what was good for the show, for him, for all the members of the cast, was darn near infallible. And uh, he was uh, very broad-minded uh, with the whole thing, and he was a very generous man uh, in uh, the way he built his supporting people up, which was one of the things that made Jack Benny so great. And one of the things that made the Jack Benny show so great was the fact that the supporting people on the show were built up by Benny. Now, this was contrary to some other uh, top-flight comedians, uh, who I'll not mention their names at this time, but I also worked with. And uh, if a supporting player got a laugh line in the, sh in the rehearsal, that supporting player never had that line on the show. The star took the laugh line. So that uh, one of the things that made the Benny Show pay off so beautifully for everybody was the fact that Jack realized that the bigger he could make the supporting people on the show, the bigger it made the show, the greater comedian, the more popular comedian it made Jack. As the curtain closed on 1949, Jack Benny had his most lucrative year to date. CBS was now the number one network in the country, and both were poised for big things in the oncoming TV era. Benny's January 1950 rating would rise again to 25.6. Well, kids, here we are at the end of another year. And it brings a warm glow to my heart having all of you who have been with me so many years gathered here in my dressing room. Oh, Jack, that's sweet. I feel that I'm a very fortunate man to have such capable people and such true friends. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> Not only are we bound together in friendship, but the quality of your individual performances has been a personal demonstration of your loyalty to me. Well, thanks, Jack. So to you, my associates, as well as friends, I just want to say in all sincerity that I'm proud of each and every one of you. Last year, our hooper was down. He spit in our eye. <laughs> Well, that brings our look at Christmas time 1949 with Jack Benny to a close. Although we'll be moving on, you shouldn't worry. Jack will still be around the periphery in January. In a moment, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone returns. Somebody ought to set Jack Benny straight about how to make a movie because he's at it again. When you join him later on today, CBS Radio's misguided matinee idol will attempt his own version of a famous movie. To make it even better, Hollywood producer Stanley Kramer, who made the movie, will be right there when he does. For a hilarious example of how not to make a motion picture, hear the Jack Benny Show later today on most of these same stations. Henry Morgan and Mitch Miller will be around following Jack Benny. Henry Morgan is host on the fast and funny guessing game, Says Who? 
His star-studded panel of experts spark one laugh after another as they try to identify memory-teasing mystery voices. And speaking of stars, you'll find an hour of fast and funny conversation with the biggest name stars of Hollywood and Broadway waiting for you on CBS Radio's Mitch Miller Show tonight. And now, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. Next time on Breaking Walls, it's February of 1958, and CBS is launching two new westerns. The first, Frontier Gentleman, would receive critical acclaim and is fondly remembered by collectors today. But we'll focus on the second one, a forgotten gem that ran just 16 episodes, but would have perhaps in another era had a chance to do much bigger things. It was called Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The reading material used in today's episode was Sunday Nights at 7 by Jack and Joan Benny, On the Air by John Dunning, and Network Radio Ratings by Jim Ramsberg. On the interview front, Jack Benny, Dennis Day, Phil Harris, Frank Nelson, and Don Wilson were with Chuck Shaden. Hear their full chats at speakingofradio.com. Mel Allen, Mel Blank and Vincent Price were with Dick Bertel and Ed Corcoran for WTIC's The Golden Age of Radio. Hear these at goldenage-wtic.org. Jack Benny, George Burns, Phil Harris, Frank Nelson, and Don Wilson were also interviewed by Jack Carney. Dennis Day and Dick Joy spoke with John Dunning for his 71 KNUS program from Denver. And Don Quinn was interviewed by Owen Cunningham in 1951. But in case I stand one little chance, here comes the jackpot question in advance. Selected music featured in today's episode was Somewhere in My Memory by John Williams and What Are You Doing New Year's Eve by Nancy Wilson. Subscribe to Burning Gotham, the new audio soap opera set in 1835 New York City. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts and at burninggotham.com. Special thank you to Ted Davenport, Jerry Hendigas, and Gordon Skeen. For Ted, go to radiomemories.com. For Gordon, go to pastdaily.com. And for Jerry, please visit otrsite.com. I'd also like to thank Walden Hughes and John and Larry Gassman of Spurvac. Listen to their shows on the Yesterday USA Radio Network. Breaking Walls episode 135 will usher in the new year by focusing on Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. It's a rustic winter western that's perfect for January. This episode will be available beginning January 1st, 2023, everywhere you get your podcasts and at thewallbreakers.com. In the meantime, give Breaking Walls a quick rating on whatever platform you listen especially iTunes. You can also join the Breaking Walls Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash the Wallbreakers. And support this show for as little as a buck a month at patreon.com slash the Wallbreakers. So until January 1st, 2023, my name is James Scully, 
This has been Breaking Walls, episode 134. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much, and happy holidays. Is easy.